Can we change the world? The question is um, almost an oxymoron in the sense that the world is changed by us. If we wanted to get to the heart of the matter, the question is, can we stop changing it for the worst? Can we stop doing the wrong things and start doing the right things. Etherton is an ethical city and by this we mean it's a place or an ideal um, of human uh, in civilization that um, illustrates how we can live without um, the social problems that are common to this uh, model we're presently using. Um, the ethical um, consists of a particular kind of action and it can be it can be described and measured Otherwise, it wouldn't constitute an ethical standard because ethics um, creates a r model of right or a standard of right that is not subject to opinion. It uh, makes ethics uh, objective, as it were. And the standard that Etherton uses is uh, accountability for costs and um, the unethical then is freeloading or the creating of costs for others. To unpack this just a bit, um, an ethical act is accountable because it um, puts the person who is attempting to live an ethical life into um, a relationship with others who hold him or her accountable. So um, what this means is that we need to be subject to an accounting and this is an economics or bookkeeping term meaning there is an actual account in your name. So when you create costs, it is a debit on your account. And if you create benefits, then it's a credit to your account. So we, to be accountable, to be ethical, we need an actual system of accounts. Freeloading then is creating costs that aren't recorded on your account and it's as simple as that. We need to be held accountable one to the other in terms of an accounting and this is an actual physical system of accounts. Theocratics is a study of scripture that is done in terms of this framework. 
this framework is actually um, derived from scripture and so we're using scripture to um, evaluate and understand scripture or how we are to live um, in accordance to scripture um, scripture then becomes self-substantiating we follow the um, dictates of scripture in terms of its ethics and we see how our life is lived in comparison to those who have um, decided to live otherwise now there's actually two systems um, the biblical system as a lifestyle as a worldview is a constitutional theocracy and is built on analytical theocratics analytical theocratics is just a way of saying we look at the Bible in terms of its own principles it's not um, evaluated in terms of a synthetic worldview or synthetic truth and that means uh, reality as natural uh, and this might seem a little bit complicated if the terms aren't familiar to you but synthetic reality is a natural world or what people call the natural world but once you've subscribed to this idea that there's a natural world a synthetic truth a truth based on the proposition that the synthetic world actually exists then what you've um, determined is that everything to do with God and spirituality is supernatural it's above and beyond the natural but this is an oxymoron the natural world is the universe and so the universe is the totality of everything so how can something exist outside of the universe and if everything is matter energy space and time based uh, the supernatural becomes um, meaningless it is contradicted by its very term by its very label supernatural when the natural is the real so the synthetic worldview is a trap it's a it's a satanic trap that was created to get people to think in the wrong way once you've decided that there's a real world a synthetic truth then God becomes a dubious proposition and this is precisely what has occurred over time so analytical theocratics discards synthetic truth we deny the proposition that reality is natural and we say reality is conceptual reality is an idea it's, it's a narrative 
it's based on concepts. When we talk about reality, we're simply talking about a concept, concept with the label reality. And reality is composed of other things. But what are these other things? What are the constituent elements of reality? Matter, energy, space, and time. But these are concepts. Time is a concept. We look for time, we can't find it. We measure it because concepts can be broken down into constituent elements. Um, we can measure space by creating um, a kind of a conceptual um, set of uh, units called uh, miles or distance and so space is measured but it's one concept that is um, broken into uh, discrete units uh, used to um, relate and, and uh, define another concept but we can't um, know or talk about reality without defining our concepts and talking in terms of these concepts and this is what creates or gives reality its stability it's a stability of the concept and this is what the left is trying to break down man is a definition of a particular concept meaning someone with a particular genetic makeup a particular persona uh, attitude and so on you look at this image and you see it is or a manner corresponds to the constituent elements of a man the conceptual elements that together um, define a man same way we define the um, taxonomic categories we deduct or extract from a particular class of um, animal or plant or whatever certain characteristics and these characteristics label the tree as deciduous or evergreen and so on but now man has become a meaningless label even a um, a thing of uh, rebuke or um, insult so these the narrative is being turned into noise and our terms are being made rendered meaningless and so the reality is an attack on actual reality so we need clear concepts and we need clear definitions to have clear concepts um, which brings us back to um, Etherton and uh, constitutional theocracies. Uh, what a constitutional theocracy does is allow us to have very clear terms, clear understanding and create a clear narrative. So we can change things if we change our language, if we change the way we um, discuss reality and discuss um, how we are to live. 
the basis, as I say, is to be accountable. Constitutional theocracies assume the Bible is a thing unto itself. It's theocratic. It's a research into the meaning of scripture based on the assumption that it is um, composed of analytical truths. This is why it's analytical theo theocratics. It's looking at the Bible without comparing it to some idea of a real reality, a, a world that the Bible is supposed to correspond to. No, the world needs to be made consistent with the Bible because it's our terminology, what we're talking about, our concepts. And so um, a constitutional theocracy defines a church in the way the Bible does. And the church is a spiritual entity because it's based on concepts, it's based on analytical truths, not synthetic. So therefore the church isn't people in pews. It's not a building. These are physical, physical uh, conception. Um, the, the church is people who are accountable to one another, meaning the local church has a local ledger The ledger is composed of accounts. Each person in the church, in the local church, has an account in the ledger that represents the church. And these accounts in the ledger are what holds us accountable to each other. And it's this level of accountability that defines our faithfulness to God. Because how can we be faithful to Jesus if we don't? have faith in each other if we don't trust one another how can we say we trust Jesus in whom we all live in whom we all trust if we trust Jesus how can we not trust those who trust Jesus who trust Jesus so we can change the world simply by changing the way we think and that's all it takes. It doesn't take a bank. It doesn't take a government. It doesn't even take an expert or a, a group of professionals or um, any physical uh, entity. It All it takes is a change in, in the way we talk, in the way we think, in the way we compose our concepts and we need to look at the church as a ledger with accounts that keep us accountable to one another.